welcome to Sutra Side Talk, episode 124. A hundred Jack Bauer episodes later, <laughs> we're here. But uh, this is great because we're doing this before I die. Um, <laughs> lightning round. <laughs> lightning round, yeah, exactly. This is going to be probably one of our shortest episodes we've had in a very, very long time. Like, I honestly don't remember the last time we did like a an episode that was less than an hour yeah neither can i it's been forever but the reason for this is i am we're recording this on a friday so right now it's friday november 5th normally we record on sundays and then like we'll try to release monday or tuesday normally monday but we're recording on friday because saturday tomorrow i am going to be doing extra life so i'll be gaming 24 hours straight from saturday 10 a.m to sunday 10 a.m and then after that, I will probably be sleeping until some time where I open my eyes and I go, why is it so dark out? Oh, <laughs> right. Nighttime has arrived and I'm, I am I have opened my eyes like a vampire of the night and I'm ready to feed on probably like pancakes or some shit. Yeah. I don't know. Also works out for me because I finally got around to scheduling my COVID booster and my flu shot and I'm getting both of those tomorrow morning. So we'll see how I do on Sunday. You might just be dead from a different reason. Yeah, yeah. It, just, it just destroys you. I, mean, I don't know. Have boosters been killing people like the regular vaccines uh, were? I think it's about the same as before. I, I haven't heard much. Like one of my coworkers got her booster shot like the other day and she was like kind of achy and stuff, but like she still went to work. So it's obviously okay. not that bad for everyone. We're like, I got the boost and then my poop started hurting. <laughs> like Chris, like his second shot, like wiped him out. And for me, I only got like slightly achy the next day and like a little bit like chilly, but that was it. Okay. So I'm, we'll see if I have a more violent reaction, but I, even if I do, I don't expect it to be like that bad. And I, okay. n I never really have a problem with the flu shot. So I don't expect that to be a problem either, but we'll see. Gotcha. <laughs> Yeah, we'll see. Yeah, it's the, you'll be streaming something else. Be like, am I alive? <laughs> but uh, yeah, so I don't. There's nothing else really to say about my Twitch stream because it'll be this will come out afterwards. So luckily, I don't have to like do details on yeah, that. Yeah, that's or a anything. good point. Yeah. So, so if you're listening to this, I guess go watch the recordings of the live stream. <laughs> yeah, go watch the yeah. On, if, you, uh, if you're gonna uh, do that, you look up uh, my regular Twitter name, uh, Gogo Comzilla on Twitch. You'll find my 24-hour stream, or it might be broken up by the game. I don't know if it like automatically stops the stream for me when I do that mm, switch over. I'm not question. sure. I can't. I would not. Know. I can't remember how it went last time, but yeah, I, I I've probably played four to six games most likely, and just for a long time. I don't know. Anyway, uh, this episode because it's so short, we're gonna talk about three things. Uh, the Mand not the Mandalorian, the Boba Fett trailer, the Morbius trailer, both five minutes each maximum, and then the main 30-minute conversation we're going to have today. Uh, maybe less, maybe less. We'll see. Uh, <laughs> I was going to say maybe less, maybe more, and I was like, no, not more. <laughs> uh, it's going to be Godzilla's singular point. We finally are going to talk about that, especially just because Godzilla Day just happened. It's Godzilla's 67th birthday, as well as the 50th anniversary of Godzilla Hedorah. So, yeah, we'll we'll yeah. release that on Monday, of course, which is when you're listening to this potentially, or the and one of the days after. I don't know. I'm just like been doing a bunch of shit, so I'm like not fully like upbeat, energetic right now either. Yeah, and, and I just hope I sleep enough where I'm like I'll be good tomorrow because I I don't think I'm getting energy drinks this time besides like Zoa. <laughs> so uh, we'll see how it goes. Good luck. Yeah, I know, right? All right, ready to get into it? Yeah. All right. 
So first up, let's talk about the Book of Boba Fett trailer we saw there. Uh, God damn, it looks cool. I'm excited for this. It's weird because like the trailer didn't, I don't know, it didn't do much for me. It didn't tell us anything. That's I think that's, that's probably why. why. And yeah. I'm already super hyped for it. So it's like, I think it's not that I'm not excited. It's just that I was already very excited. So this just kept my excitement level the same, I guess. But I do like the idea that he's like, I'm, or Boba Fett is like going around and he's, I mean, we already saw that he took out uh, Bib Fortuna. Bib Fortuna. And yeah. he's basically oh, taking, Jabba no he's taking over what used to be Jabba's uh, territory. And that was what we saw at, at, at the end of the last season of Mandalorian. Yes. And I like the scene that they show in this trailer where he's like meeting with a bunch of other, uh, I don't know if they're crime lords or just like other people that he Potentially, wants to Potentially, most likely other syndicates. Yeah. And they're like, why would we work with you? Like, what's what's to stop us from just killing you and taking it for ourselves? And it's just like, uh, because it's Boba Fett. Yeah, you forget who this is. Like, that that's why this is so exciting is because they actually did it. They brought back this character. And, you know, there was that rumored movie in the original, like, six movies they were planning back when they were going to do all the crazy Star Wars movies. And then we got what we oh, got. Was there a Boba Fett movie in the in the works? There was big, heavy rumors on a Boba Fett movie, on a Obi Wan movie, and now we see both as Disney Plus series. So I honestly do think they were going to be done. They just were repurposed for maybe this they saw instead. the the how they well saw was, Solo, yeah, Solo, and we're just like, mm, maybe we don't need to spend that much money. <laughs> yeah, that potentially. Honestly, they could just bring back Solo as a Disney Plus show. They're wait, they're doing Lando, right? I forgot. They? They, they are doing a Lando uh, Disney Plus right. show. They are. Yeah, that's happening. I think it was with Donald Glover still, but. I would watch it looks that. really, yeah. The, the cool thing about this trailer, though, is we get to see a lot more. It feels like you're seeing places, and mm -hmm. that's why I've been excited for the show. Is because Robert Robert Rodriguez is directing it, and he will only do it on location. He won't do like like film sets and stuff like normal like Hollywood people would be doing, or where like Mandalorian majority like a good amount of it. You know, it's just on a green screen and stuff. Whereas this one, he's like, no, you have like you have uh, Tamara Morrison running around there doing all that shit on actual real ground, not some like little backlot thing, yeah. which is really awesome. And, you know, I've, I think my buddy Roman talked about it before where it's like, you know, you shouldn't applaud him for doing the base minimum. And it's like, at least he's one of the few doing it. it, it that's the crazy part. It's something that should have been normal and you don't see it anymore. And it's like, now it's applauded. Yeah, maybe not applaud, but like give credit at least. Yeah, it's like, I'm very happy he's doing that. Uh, like I said, yeah. and you know, he directed one episode of season two, and it was the Boba Fett episode, which was oh, so yeah, dude, fucking that's, good. That episode is why I'm so excited for this show because, like, oh yeah, just like the music uh, and like the the fact that he took out like a battalion of stormtroopers. Or, well, okay, eventually he got his suit on, but like at first he was just beating the shit out of them with like bathy stick or a bathy stick, and then or he, he uses. Uh, like a banthus, like a the Tuscan Raider style stick. Yeah, that's what. Yeah, I, I just I, I know what it's called, but I don't know how to pronounce it. I think it's like either Bathy or Bathy stick or something like that. It's something oh, like that. Okay, but like, yeah. or I'm completely off. I don't and then know. he uses his fucking missile rocket. Yeah, and then he uh, finally gets his suit on, and he's like even more deadly. And you're just like, oh, this is why he's the most feared bounty hunter in the galaxy. <laughs> yeah, and. Yeah, it's, it's, I'm just excited for it. It comes out, what, December 28th or 29th? It's, yeah, like, it's like right at the right at the end of the year. 
right at the end of the year. So you're ending the year with something awesome and starting the next year with something awesome, which is really cool. Yeah. I'm really, I'm really excited for this. This is, I'm assuming it's eight episodes and it's going to be like eight amazing episodes. Yeah. Probably. But yeah, nothing else really. Like we see that, we see Fennec, which of course I'm very yeah. happy to see Fennec again. She's badass as hell. Super cool character. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, Ming-Na Wen does just such a good job. Oh but. yeah. Yeah, I'm going to enjoy watching this and seeing kind of like the crime style stuff, especially like the last person that was doing something that he's doing was Darth Maul and no more Darth Maul. So, oh, yeah. Rebels. He died in Rebels. Yes. Oh, right. I was about to say, yeah. but like, but we saw him in in Solo. Like, but that was a while ago. <laughs> yes. Uh, but yeah, that's it for the Boba Fett trailer. Next up, Morbius. Uh, it got a second trailer. Finally. And- <laughs> A trailer that confused, enraged, um, befuddled, yeah. I guess is actually just another word like, for confused. As but, a yeah. massive Spider-Man fan, I keep like oscillating back and forth between very excited and very confused. It's like uh, you, you smile, you laugh, you scratch your head, and then you make a mean face. And it's like that's just the entirety of the trailer. Yeah. Not for me personally. I'm more just kind of laughing the whole time, I feel like, when I was watching it inside. So like, for me, I was like, whoa, he actually looks like Morbius from, from the cartoons, except without the, they su- did a good job. Except without the like sucker the finger hands or whatever. <laughs> but like, it seems like he actually bites people in this. Let which, me latch on to you like, a, like the tentacles of an octopi. Which, fine. And like, it's cool that we get I'm to actually see he can fly like he could in the car- uh, cartoon in the comics and you just had to clap if you believe he can fly and he'll fly <laughs> and like it like the first watch of this trailer i was like whoa this actually looks way way better than i ever expected and granted i actually liked the first trailer too but i was just like man this could still be good i don't know it's really weird and then all the trailer analysis started coming out and pointing out that like Hey, that one shot that shows like a picture of Spider-Man like pasted onto a wall somewhere, that's the Tobey Maguire Spider-Man. Like, wait, what? It's like, oh yeah. By the way, you definitely noticed that the Vulture is in in this movie, and he's from the the uh, Tom Holland, Tom Holland movies. Like, yep. wait, so they're referencing two Spider-Man then? Like, no, 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 no. They also have a picture of Oscorp or a shot of Oscorp, and it's the same logo from the andrew garfield movies so that's three spider-man universes that they're talking about in this one trailer and then the crown on top and i i thought this joke didn't really work very well but it's again adds another layer to it i just love your excitement building as you say it (laughs) he like so the the last shot of the trailer is like someone trying to stab morbius for whatever reason and he like blocks uh, blocks the knife and then the guy's like who are you and he's like literally cracks a joke he's like i am venom <laughs> no just kidding it's me dr morbius at your at your service and i was just like wait what so venom also is a thing it, how does wait so does everyone know about venom i what i'm so confused so yeah somehow this trailer Four separate universes yeah so that's why into one and and <clears throat> And then you blew my mind, like after the uh, before we started recording, when you mentioned this movie takes place after Spider-Man: No Way Home, which looks to be their potentially their Spider-Verse esque movie. So, like, maybe that means they're gonna try to like Crisis on Infinite Earth it and like collapse Combine all everything. the Spider-Man universes into one thing, like it all happened f- somehow for some reason. It, which, again, 
I am very excited to see how they do this, but also extremely confused. We'll bring in Tony Stark from the other universe, and this yeah. one is actually fully alcoholic. It's fantastic. It's what we've always wanted him to be. Uh, yeah. Devil in the bottle. We're finally getting the story we wanted. <laughs> Thanks, uh. John Favreau. But yeah, so I think it's... I think it's cool that they're doing all that stuff because one, I think it's hilarious that people are freaking out. I thought that is fucking hilarious. You didn't even want to talk about the trailer until I mentioned all this and you were like, wait, what? (laughs) Yeah. And I like I watch it. I'm like, huh? Okay. Because the whole thing for me, I've never cared about Morbius. The most I ever got from him was he's like a side character. (laughs) Yeah. It's like I remember him leaving with Black Black Hat and Blade in the cartoon being like, we're going to go hunt vampires. And I'm like, okay cool oh but he took black hat with him well this sucks all right whatever and just like that's it i never nothing else i know he had like his own little mini series or probably ongoing series that got canceled i'm not really sure but now i'm more interested in the other stuff around the movie than the guy in the middle of the movie whereas like i love tom hardy as venom that i i dig that i dig i i guess i dig tom holland spider-man he's more I, just I like, like him. the child but yeah and i more am i'm 20 times more excited to see tommy mcguire and andrew garfield because i also thought andrew garfield really got shitted on like he didn't get shit on but he got screwed over by both fans and the studio because they made a shitty second movie when the first one was actually pretty good but like it's a whole thing yeah. um and this you know you're gonna get everything it's like oh well here's venom here's andrew garfield spider-man here's tom holland spider-man here's tommy wire spider-man and i'm like yeah it makes sense that it would happen after whatever events occur in no way home but also like is it just existence is it that they do get crisis in infinite earth or is it something else it's very it's very much like okay but at the same time because specifically it's a sony marvel movie i'm also like fuck it why not it's so weird it works because they figured out, oh, wacky works. It actually really works. Let's go with wacky. And it's like, oh my God, they get it. They fucking get it. Keep doing that. Yeah, that's what that's what's working for you guys. You got it right. What makes it even funnier is that this entire time, Disney has been like, or I guess Disney and Marvel have been like, no, the other Spider-Men are not in this movie. Andrew Garfield has like denied it. Uh, Tobey Maguire has denied it. And then this trailer comes out and it's like, it's all here to see. Just like, Sony's like, fuck you guys. Yeah, I saw a meme this week that was like, what Marvel does. Like, okay, let's take 10 years to meticulously plan out a story, like a world that like makes sense and doesn't like confuse anyone. Sony, fuck them. Perfectly, perfectly described. Yes, I would say. Yes. But I'm looking forward to both of these things. Yeah. Uh, Maurice comes in January, so it's going to be fun watching that in Scream 5. More so Scream 5, personally, but definitely. Watch Morbius have... shows up in that. Okay. <laughs> what is the... Shut up. All right, that's <laughs> it for trailers. Uh, ready to get into the Godzilla singular point. Yeah. All right, so set the timer for 30 yeah, th- minutes. 30 minutes, just in case. I, yeah, I don't I think, think we'll hit I, that, but we'll I, see. Yeah, I, don't, I really don't think we're going to hit that. But um, guys, all right, if we could... So, you know, Godzilla Singular Point, 13-episode anime on Netflix. I believe it was done by the animation team that does My Hero Academia, 
if I am correct. I can see that. Um, There's some similar similarities. I think it's I think it's that team. So you know the animation is really really superb. The start off like just technically, yeah. The animation is beautiful. They do such a good job. They have like crazy paintings in it as well, like actual like in show paintings, which are really cool. But uh, yeah, just to say the animation itself, like it's not some weird like uh, CG or anything. It's just all beautifully drawn animation style like that it's oh god it's, so it's not good. like uh marvel's what if which is like a weird i don't know i i thought that art style was like weird i just thought it was budget i'm gonna be honest yeah that's, that's like, definitely what i got from it money I, I feel like that animation style is budget they made it for to be like this is budget friendly and type of animation that's why we invented it honestly yeah. but yeah but, godzilla singular point though like the only thing that sticks out is like odd 3d compared to everything else i guess Actually, oh, because the they monsters. do use they do 3D for the monsters themselves, whereas yeah. everything else is 2D. Which, I guess now that I think about it, it does make them like pop a little bit, though. They do, especially um, like Salunga and, and Godzilla. Jet Jaguar. Yes, and Jet Jaguar. <laughs> <laughs> but I guess to sum up this show in one word would probably be me just on the ground screaming yeah. future it's literally this entire show like the especially the last couple episodes i was like leaning forward on the couch watching this just like holding the my hands to my temples going like oh, i don't understand what hold on let me rewind a little bit please explain this again future. yeah like this this series will make you feel so fucking stupid it really when you're does. watching it it re- you're like i what he's like i'm What's sure this the, makes ar- sense archetype, somehow archetype and fucking singular points oh and, yeah uh, i totally uh, forgot uh, they kept ortho- saying archetype and i was like i don't even know what this is orthogonal di- uh, diagonal i don't even fucking it's di- like, dialonizer it, diagonizer like archetype seemed to be some like matter from another dimension like it's multi-dimensional matter or something. Multi, it's like multi-time faceted matter. So like yeah. the archetype of like when it, the laser is going through the mirror, it's fucking like I don't even know how to describe it. They're like the laser is going through the mirrors, and it's like yeah, the laser is from different times because you could see the laser from the past, the present, and the future of like what it's doing, and you can yeah. see what's happening next with it, and it's like perpetual and shit. And so like, that did great. set up some interesting like time loop stuff, sort of. It set up a lot of things, and. I watched it like I'm on my second watch of it and I understand it 8% more than I did previously. <laughs> Just going to watch it like I 10 more times. <laughs> I still feel fucking stupid trying to understand it. And I, I think just because I'm not an astrophysicist, but also I feel like I'm not a master class astrophysicist. I still feel like a regular astrophysicist might be like, dude, who what? I, had, I could be wrong. I had but. to take some pretty hardcore physics at Davis for my biochemistry degree. And even then this show is like, granted that was like physical chemistry. So it's like the physics of how chemistry works. So, but just like throwing liquids in a beaker. Nice try. <laughs> it's like, this is why electrons move the way they do and give atoms their shape. And which is why atoms interact the way that they do. And this show is just like, yeah, that's simple shit compared to what we got, bro. <laughs> like it starts off with one of the main characters who's like, at least I, I think it was one of the main characters on the jet jet Jaguar team. They like receive like a radio signal that's like a song and yeah, it's an indian lullaby yeah like at first i thought it was the mothra 
the song, but like, no, it's like very clearly some specific thing unrelated to anything that I'm aware of. And somehow that song is being transmitted from the skeleton of a Godzilla. Yes. <laughs> That's in the basement of some building somewhere being researched. And within that song is a hidden code to teach you how, well, no, to teach Jet Jaguar how to update its software to, to beat Godzilla later or something. God, I'm so confused. Yeah. Yeah, it's got, Um, I think the main character you're thinking of, I think his name is Yoon. Yeah, the, the guy with the white hair. Yes, and the glasses. Yeah. Who yeah, was like the... Yoon and uh, May. Yeah. May is like the girl that's. Going he was essentially all. like the the guy coding the software for the Jet Jaguar robot that they were building. Which, when it started out, was actually just like a mech, which was interesting. I liked that old guy with like the weird like off center eyes and stuff. Jet Jaguar is the best. Yeah. It's like I don't I don't want to try imitating Japanese, so it's like, but yeah, it's just yeah. like Jet Jaguar will save the world. And like, they literally were just showing off Jet Jaguar as like a project or whatever at a local fair. And then randomly a Rodan shows up and I say a Rodan. Cause in this show Rodan, there isn't like a giant Rodan. There's like a bajillion. Well, there's like a flock of them. There's also a giant Rodan. Was there? I point, don't yes. remember there. So one cool did show is, up eventually uh, for five seconds. Okay. And then he died. That's why I did. Yeah. Cause the, the whole thing is like, yeah, it starts with one Rodan that's, like, super red. And it's and weird. It just looks like a pterodactyl. But, like, eventually they start to mutate and evolve. And eventually the, a bunch of them start looking like what we uh, recognize Rodan as at this yeah, point. I mean, like, the, the first one is very pterodactyl reddish. And then the second group is, like, brown. Yeah. And, yeah, they, they keep ever evolving. And it's so fucking cool seeing it happen because uh, uh, by the time I want to say Godzilla's, like, in Tokyo... Uh, there is a glowing black fire Rodan that's massive yeah. and flying towards him and Godzilla just shoots his beam at it and it just oh, crashes right. that's and what you happened. never see it again and you're like they'll explain that right <laughs> never explains it you just, they just went look giant black Rodan on fire he's yeah. gone and I, I think they eventually guess that these creatures are coming from another dimension because they keep leaving him behind this like red sand, which I thought it was, was like, like red. It was like a weird red tide. Yeah, it creates like a red dust. Like it was a uh, cloud and stuff. Like it made for some interesting like uh, uh, visual effects in the show, but it was also I wasn't. The one problem I had with it was that apparently Godzilla just produces so much of this red sand that he was almost always obscured by a giant red cloud. So we never really got like a full good look at him in my opinion you never see like a full like yeah full scale look you see either oh you see the bottom half you see the yeah. upper half but you see it, his head but in exchange that kind of makes it that like it makes godzilla seem like even more of a natural disaster like he's literally the eye of a storm mm -hmm. and also and it, interesting thing the other day we went and saw uh the original godzilla 1954 movie at the almo and there was one thing that they mentioned where like their proof that this giant creature came from another era was he left behind some red sand that was from like the Triassic period or something like that. Uh, or Jurassic? I think it was Jurassic. Yeah. And so I was like, wait, did Singular Point 
use that as like a weird reference to the original they movie. They potentially could have, but I think they also wanted to utilize Red Tide as well. I could see that. Because that is a current issue. Uh, one thing they like at least like it kind of takes uh, in is this show is heavily influenced by Godzilla 1954, uh, Shin Godzilla, and to a lesser extent, the entirety of the Showa era of Godzilla. Uh, because like 1954, you know, tack, tack, tackles like um, anti-nuclear, yeah. like that's the message is because it's like all the nuclear weapon testing caused this and they couldn't flat out say, we're going to make a movie about America fucking up the world and shit. And then uh, yeah. instead they're like, we made a monster movie. Dude, I even like that. Show- <laughs> Don't uh, do this to us again, please. I didn't. I even like that. The, the guy who invented the uh, oxygen destroyer was like Sarazawa. Yeah. Sarazawa. I, I, I was like, I liked that he, I mean, it was sad, but I liked that he was so against using his weapon because of how much it could potentially change the world and make it worse that he was like, I'd literally rather die than yep. let my secrets get out. And, you know, Shin Godzilla is the same type of thing where it is a commentary on an event that occurred in real life, except this time it was the 2013 uh, Fukushima disaster that occurred in Japan. And this time, uh, for singular point, you kind of feel like it's not necessarily that scale. Like they do a mix of different things. They have fun with it, but they do, you know, they're like, oh, red tide. And you're like, oh, that is a serious thing. That's part of climate change. That's part of global warming. And so that was an interesting take that they do bring that in there a little bit. But yeah, it was kind of cool because like one of the cooler effects in the show was when Oh god, what were the sea dragon looking things? I I forget. Oh, Manda. Manda. I knew it started with an M. Like when the Manda uh things showed up and Godzilla, like they turned the ocean red. Like blood. Yes. It was super cool looking. And the the whole thing here is like um you get tributes to 1954 Shin Godzilla. There's heavy influences from it. And then when I say Showa era to a lesser extent, it takes a lot of the monsters from those eras and another thing is it takes the sound effects and the music Mm -hmm. from that era for those monsters for uh just the for godzilla himself for the theme like they have the classic godzilla theme they have the military theme they have like uh all this other stuff it's so it's so freaking good and then it gives godzilla his classic roar it's like the 1954 roar that they give him for his sound effects they give rodan his show era yeah. or angiris the show era angiris who can predict the future <laughs> yeah um the others not so much it's mainly those three you get all the classic sounds for but uh it does like all the monsters in this are all show era you have godzilla you have angiris you have rodan you have manda you have kumunga slash hedora because somehow in this fucking show they combine them, and when you cut open a humongous spider, a fucking Hedora, oh yeah, gooey blue man comes I out, and it's they like, did that. yep. They also have, dude, um, that was so cool. That wasn't was that when uh, they revealed the the spear of Angiris, and uh, Jet Jaguar just like fucked up all those spiders. Yes, got them open cool. with it. I don't know why, like just the. The name, the Spear of Angiris, sounds so cool. And yeah, like they, oh yeah, they were able to kill Angiris, and they were like, "Cool, let's take one of his." Well, well, hey, we'll, we'll we'll get to that in a second. Yeah, yeah. But like the sixth monster, which isn't he, isn't isn't from the Showa era. 
Uh, the new monster is called Salunga, but everyone, myself included, are pretty sure it is just a evolved version of Gabera, who is another Showa era monster who is only in one movie. It is uh, Godzilla's Revenge in English, and I believe in the Japanese title was All Monsters Attack. And it is the Bully movie where there's a kid who's like, oh, Godzilla, like, uh, <laughs> I, I want to be strong like you. Can you teach me to fight my bullies? And then somehow he goes to sleep and then winds up on Monster Island and he oh, makes friends weird. with Minya, who talks, who's Godzilla's shitty son. You know which one Minya is. Yeah. And uh, he's like, oh, hi, my dad's Godzilla and I'm Minya. How are you doing? And I'm like, I fucking want to kill myself <laughs> and I'm only eight years old. But like, uh, that's an actual movie. And Gabera is this monster that's a bully to Minya. And Godzilla and Minya have to beat the shit out of him to teach him a lesson. But he's basically just a giant monster that's like, and you're like, what the fuck? And he's got like shocky hands. But basically, Solunga is like a version of him that doesn't make you hate your day when you uh, watch uh, Yes. And I think that's six monsters overall. But the cool thing is, like, that's all Showa era stuff. What they take from Shin Godzilla is the style of Godzilla himself, where Shin Godzilla is an ever-evolving creature who ultimately in the movie went through four yeah. different forms before he was stopped to, like an before aquatic he could, like, evolve form, further. Uh, one where he's, like, crawling and then he eventually gets the ability to walk. And then the full-on, yeah. like, current Godzilla, yeah. And then in singular point, you have the aquatic form. And then, like, a weird amphibian getting on dry land form. And then, like, a weird red flying-looking dude who's just, like, crawling all on fours. And then you get the green final form, who is called Godzilla Ultima. I can't remember the names of all four different versions, but I remember when they were teasing the show... Everyone was like, oh, cool. The blue one's Manda. The red <laughs> one's Titanosaurus. And they're like, no, that's Godzilla. Well, what about that one? That's Titanosaurus, and right? No, that's Godzilla. But I thought the green one was Godzilla. That's Godzilla. What? Yeah. What do you mean? <laughs> it's it, like, oh, he just keeps evolving. At one point, we guessed that there was literally like four different Godzillas that like they were deciding to make like a water Godzilla of the regular Godzilla, a flying Godzilla. Really. And then it's like, did you do these for the fucking toys? Now you have four Godzilla toys yep. that people would want to get. And I'm like, oh, shit, it worked. I do want to get all four nah. of those. And they're fucking cool. They they keep showing them. I've seen them at like little, like at the Balboa Theater when they did the things. Uh, there. Yeah. They had a few of them. And I was like, I'm going to wait because I know they have them all in Japan. And I'm just going to come back to Japan with a suit from Japan with a suitcase full of just Godzilla shit. And it'll be great. But God damn, I can't. It was it, it was crazy that they were able to pull that off. And just bring in all these different things. Like, it takes so much good influence. And it made me have high hopes for Netflix, for at least anime. Because, like, you know, we had those, the Godzilla Netflix, Netflix anime trilogy movies. And yeah. those were, like, super CG. And besides the fact that Godzilla, Earth Godzilla looks fucking cool, the rest of it yeah. would have been better as a movie. Like, if you had those three movies as a single film... I think it would have been fine. Just like a two hour movie. That's it. Yeah. Break you it might down. be right there. Like there were bits to that uh, trilogy. It was way too long. You didn't need three movies for that yeah. shit. That was killing everyone. If I'm going to be honest. I, I never I was, met one person that liked it. I was super bored for like half of the uh, Mechagodzilla one and half of the uh, Ghidorah one. <laughs> yep. It was God, the fucking Ghidorah one. 
That was insane. What if Ghidorah came from another universe? What if Ghidorah was just all neck? Godzilla, you can't fight him. He's a shadow. What does that even mean? Okay, here's the four. I found it. I found it, James. The four forms of Godzilla is Godzilla, Aquatilis, Godzilla Amphibia, Godzilla Terrestris, and Godzilla Ultima. Okay. Yeah, I thought you should know that. (laughs) But yeah. Guys, check out the forms. They they look crazy, and it's it's like you'll want to get all of them. You're like, I want to collect them all. Well, but, especially like Ultima was just like terrifying looking, like truly a monster. They do a great job with them too because he doesn't necessarily look complete. Like they they take a little bit from Godzilla 1984, the Return of Godzilla, like the start of the Heisei era. Because his fangs, he give them kind of like fangs, but they're not coming down. They're actually pointed up and they're external. So they're sticking out when his mouth is closed. And he's just two giant fangs just popping out there. And that looked really fucking cool, the way they pulled that off. He's and also, also his like atomic a, blast. He's also got like a his, line of teeth down his chest, it looks like. Yeah, it's fucking spikes. It's not like, like it's not like Gigan saw yeah, chest but it's or like anything. Just bone spurs yeah. sticking out. And his mouth opens super wide. Fuck your bone spurs. <laughs> I forget what movie that was from. Uh, but his atomic blast. It's interesting. It's like rings. And then they just shoot. It's so fucking cool the way they pull that off. Especially when they kill that giant flaming black Rodan that they have no explanation for. And you're just like, wait, so is that it? Yeah. It was one of those things, too, where the amount of Rodans were there. I remember a kid being like, I want one in the show. And I'm like, oh, that's me. Uh, it's like, I would totally just be like, yo, can I, there's so many. Could I get one? Like, is that okay? Would I, can I just take it? I want to take it. I love at a certain point. It seemed like people got like used to Rodan like invasions and they're just like, oh, everyone get inside. There's a flock of Rodans coming. There's Rodans out there. Oh boy. I mean, that that's honestly, James, that's the life I want to live. I want this world to have Rodans because then we'd have our own population control to keep us in check a little yeah. bit. Be like, oh, hi, right, bye, bye, I'm off to work. Oh, fuck, the Rodans got me. Something to kill most of the idiots, hopefully. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. That, honest, I'm, I know it would cost so much death, but you know what? I'm okay with it. It's so my cool. choice to go outside if I want to. Rodan can't so stop cool. me. Ma- man causes catastrophe upon world. Explanation, it was cool though. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the sad- I will say there was one part of this sh- show that made me so sad. And that was that they fucking murdered Anguirus. I was oh, yeah. so depressed. I was like, you couldn't, you couldn't just leave him alive? You couldn't just ride him around like a giant armadillo or something? Yeah. I don't know. That was the... That was where that sh- the show started to get into the like. That's time where future shit. came in. Yeah, because they're like, Ingress is like, I could, I'm from the future because I can see the future. Because like, and their evidence was that, he, like, every time they shot at him, he would vibrate his like back spikes and it would re- like repel the bullet and not just shoot it like away in in like a harmless direction, but like back at where it came from. And the only way mm-hmm. he could possibly do that is if he knew the trajectory of the bullet and they also were like but bullets the move distance. yeah bullets move faster than it, like organic nerve endings can fire so it must be able to intuit where it's coming from or where the bullet's going to go somehow maybe he could see the future <laughs> And the only way to defeat him is by getting close up in his yeah, face, which is what just made me so him. sad. 
Yeah, I was like, no, why'd you have to do that? Yeah. He, was, he was a good boy. That was sad. He didn't do nothing to nobody. He didn't kill anybody, I don't think. He was just running around. They they started hunting him. Yeah. You know? He might have eventually. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So. And by far, Angiris is probably the one monster in this show that did the least, the least damage to anything. He was in a fucking park. <laughs> yeah. He didn't even go out into the urban environment a- at all. They were just like, let's fucking hunt the giant like monster that everyone always made fun of in the other movies <laughs> yeah did it again even in a goddamn anime they did that shit but then it got like bring back way weirder towards the end when godzilla is going crazy and just threatening to wipe out all life on earth because apparently yeah, he makes a bomb threat he makes demands okay on the news. and this is where like they start talking about singular points and i'm like what the fuck even is a singular point godzilla wasn't it so a singular point is a point where it can it is the entrance from one like universe to another if i heard correctly it's is like he... when everything folds it's like when they remember they said like how things fold yeah but into each other so, like, one world can fold into the other, and that's how this occurs, where the monsters come through. That is a singular point. I guess. But Godzilla himself is the singular yeah, point. Yeah, that's where I got confused. Con- that's where I got confused. I was like, wait, so Godzilla is I feel really smart when point? I talk about that, <laughs> acting like I know what I'm talking about, when I really don't. I'm like, I don't, I'm, I don't fucking know what I'm saying. And so, at one point, Jet Jaguar, like goes into update mode and just i'm rest- from the future now <laughs> yeah it just restarts itself like literally hundreds <laughs> of times with like new updates and uh what was the main character's name yoon oh yoon yoon like he's like yeah i don't know where these updates are coming from because i didn't i didn't make these i'm not pushing updates to him but he's he's updating for some reason and then like when it finally woke up again it was just like yes we are a jet jaguar we are from like I, like basically somehow there were like, the descendants of jet jaguar yeah it's like know. somehow they set up a time loop so that it could update itself and like learn from its uh previous loops over and over and over again so that this jet jaguar would hopefully have a chance of knowing how to defeat godzilla and it did but also i was just like Wait, I don't understand. It updated itself from the future, but also the past. It's like, <laughs> it's like if I, I'm like, hey guys, check it out. Windows 13. Wait, where'd you get that? I, I downloaded it from the future. Yeah. It's like, what does that even mean? Yeah, my yes, computer right. updated itself. It just like, it contacted its future self or its future I, self contacted. I, hey, can I phone a, I'm allowed to phone one friend during Jeopardy, right? Is that how that works? <laughs> you the fortune now and fucking know which show it was. But, oh my God, it, it's crazy. And the characters themselves, like, I guess quickly going through the human characters, you have the Jet Jaguar crew. It's yeah. like four people. They're the engineers and stuff. You have the, you have May Kamina, who's kind of like a solo person until she starts working with uh, Dr. Um, what was her name? Oh, my God. I don't remember what her name was. It was like a crazy scientist doctor, but I think it was, was it Satomi? Maybe. I could be wrong. I don't remember. There's so many oh, different right. names. Yeah, this is where, like, okay, she went to, like, a lecture at some point, and it was like, yeah, so he, I was able to invent archetype, like, a theoretical substance. I actually made it, and check this shit out. And she, like, sh- shined a light through a few prisms made out of it, and it, like, Future. made, it, it made, like, a square of the lasers, because it just, like, kept refracting the light into a square shape pattern. But then she stopped the laser... And the light stayed and she's and it intensified itself. 
until like all the prisms like exploded and she's like yeah we don't know how that's possible because it it's literally just generating energy that shouldn't exist so we don't know how it's breaking physics and yeah that one girl is just like time what if it's getting the power from different timelines it's just like nani yeah you might be right i think i'm trying to i'm like i found the cast list i'm trying to like look up which person it was now i'm so fucking curious who it was but uh yeah you had her and then there were all these business people they were part of um i don't remember what the organization was called but they were the ones that like captured salunga and were trying to create a super calculator if i remember correctly yeah, so that was fucking... And that was the thing that was calculating that, like, the world would end soon for some reason. They were like, we don't know why. Yes. And, and you also have, like, random... <laughs> yeah, oh, that's what I named. Uh, Dr. Guying was the doctor's name that had, like, mm-hmm. the crazy fashion with the glasses and stuff. But there were, like, the people that worked at the factory where the skeleton of Godzilla was with uh, the lullaby coming out of it. And all these various people, it was very interesting because they also put in really cool looking soldiers, like the business people in their organization had these awesome soldiers that never, I don't even think once had a line, potentially. Mm. They, they didn't really talk, but they looked really cool because they were like, at least like they shot at Salonga and used those um, crazy missiles that used the red dust to basically like create particle like oh, icicles yeah. that went through them. That's, Remember that shit? Uh, yeah, they they found a way to like solidify that red dust stuff into like one solid chunk or something like that. Yeah. So that was all really fucking cool. But honestly, all right. Like I said, I need to watch that show probably like two or three more times before I could even learn all their names. Besides (laughs) just the two main characters, but the human characters are very fun. And even though it's only 13 episodes and they do have a lot of characters that kind of go in and out besides like the main cast, like, they have the factory people, like, trying to unearth more stuff. And all of a sudden, the guy who's a photographer, reporter, turns out to actually be a spy. And then he's like, yeah, I work for the big company and stuff. And you're like, what? Oh, how yeah. are you everywhere also? You're, like, knocking people out. You're hunting Anguirus and shit. Like, it doesn't make any sense. But it's so much fun to the point where you're, like, by the end of this show, you're. I want a season two. I easily oh, want a season two. I want to know more. I want to know more about this. I want a better explanation of the world overall i want more monsters i want a second angerous give me a second angerous <laughs> fucking give I me a, see what another one looks like with this because like can you imagine what she'd look like with like raining down that like archetype red sand instead of her oh like, my god powder? yeah well that's so here's the thing this movie and you can like humonga and hedora are villains in the showa era but they weren't godzilla tier villains in this like godzilla was the villain yeah the other monsters it, were it was, ones that they can yeah, like Godzilla yeah. was literally, like, potentially going to end the world. Whereas the other monsters they can handle on a smaller basis. Yeah. Even though Manda, the Mandas and Anguirus didn't actually really bother anybody. It was more like the Kumunga Hedoras and the Rodans. They were just like, you come near me, I'm gonna fuck you up. And you're like, yeah. oh, fuck. I mean, the but, Rodans were more of a nuisance than anything. Yeah, they are, yeah, exactly. That's why I want some. <laughs> but at the end, yeah, after the credits, the company built... A mecha Godzilla, and it is the fucking like cosmic monster mecha Godzilla, the one from the Showa era that's like round, 
Yeah. And just like a tin can. It's well, um, it's so good. Well, that and they're building and it. And the doctor dude is alive. Also they're building it using the Godzilla skeleton as a frame. Yes. Which is super. It just looks really cool. There's like and bones it's being, sticking out and stuff. They're building it. And it's also because they show like the, one of the main business dudes along with that weird spy photographer kid that's blonde. And then it shows that scientist doctor who disappeared that everyone thought was dead. And then he's like, he's still there and he's smiling like, oh, shit, I fucking did it. Yeah. And we don't even, he doesn't even, I don't think he even has a line in that one either. But it's just, it's so fucking awesome the way they pull that off. And when you think about season two, you're like, oh, I mean, I really hope, you know, we get all those monsters again. Maybe some less than others or more than others, depending on how it goes. But there's so many other Showa era monsters you could bring in without even touching the Heisei or Millennium Era. Like, you could bring in fucking Ghidorah of That'd all monsters. Cool. You could, yeah, you could bring in fucking Ghidorah. You could bring in Mothra. You could bring in uh, Baragon, Varen, even though Varen fucking sucks. You could bring uh, Gorosaurus, who's literally just, like, actually a T-Rex that can do drop kicks on people. And um, Abira, the sea monster. Oh, and yeah. if the Gargantuas, maybe, like, those two, remember, the two yeah, giant the dudes? Yeah, two Frankensteins. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so you can do that. There's all these other monsters you can do without even taking the other ones out because I think it's even more fun just like expand on it, do another thirty episodes. Like, or... a version of King Kong in there. You don't need a stupid. I ass know, but... <laughs> fucking dumbass monkeys. All right, but I don't know. Why I keep saying but it, it it just there's so much you can do with this, and it's something that I want to see. Not even two seasons. This is something that could go on for like six seasons if they really want to and explain further to the point where they could go through the portal to the other world and see Ooh, what that's like. Right? That no would, one thought about that shit. What if that's Ooh, their oh. version of like the Island of Monsters is they literally just go to another dimension. It's just a ju- Exactly. There's There could be all this fucking crazy shit. And you'd be like, Call oh my the God. the world of monsters. Oh. <laughs> My dream come true, finally, the world I've always wanted to live in. There's Godzilla's everywhere. <laughs> I can die now. I probably will anyway, because they're going to kill me, but it was worth it. Yeah. There's so much they can do with this. And I don't. they haven't confirmed yet if they're going to do a season two. I mean, with the post-credits scene of Mechagodzilla, you have to assume that they're going to, right? Oh, absolutely. Like, they, I mean, if yeah, they, they, would, they have to. I don't think they would put a hook like that if they weren't planning on, like, maybe if this does well, we could do another season. And if the, that trilogy of movies sucked and they still made all three, like, yeah. they gotta do it for something this good. And the, uh, what was it? The, um, there was one more thing about it. I think the, the fact that they redesigned a lot of the monsters but still somehow made them feel like those were the monsters. It's like probably one of the best things about yeah, it. Yeah, it's like it's new but recognizable. Yes. To the point where they got all the sound effects in, which the sound effects were amazing. They did all the classic stuff. It worked so well. And I honestly advise everyone to watch it. I think Danny didn't like it, but hmm. I think a lot of people, other people really thought it was really good. And we don't really know where Godzilla is going after this. Like Godzilla versus Kong is over. We don't know if the legendary stuff yeah. is going to continue. We don't know if there's going to be a finally a fucking sequel to Shin Godzilla. I don't know. Like, well, let's see what the fuck happens off that tail. Uh, oh, yeah. This is something that is like a sure shot of what could be next again in like the universe of Godzilla for sure. So, yeah. 
Check it out. 13 episodes, Netflix. If you got Netflix, like, if you haven't watched it, like, just go fucking watch it. It's 26 good. if you watch it two times. Yeah. Yeah. Just <laughs> watch it, like, four times, and then you'll be like, I understand now. It's almost like you have to watch it like Jet Jaguar, like, updating it over and over and over again, and, like, eventually you get it. <laughs> Actually, seven monsters if you count Jet Jaguar now that I think about it. And then eight if you count Mechagodzilla, but I, I don't want to count Mechagodzilla. Hey, he wasn't online he was like, yet. So. Yeah, it wasn't on there yet. So seven, 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 seven monsters. And I will say, last thing, the credits was such a beautiful tribute to Godzilla. It's so fucking good because they go across all the different eras. You remember the credits? It shows no, like really. May dressed up in like a Mothra oh, outfit okay. running through. And they have like King Caesar. They have the Millennium Era Kiru version of Mechagodzilla with the pilot. The woman that's like one of my favorite characters in the Godzilla universe of like humans. Uh, it's got the cast from Abira Horror of the Deep holding the sea monster with a stick <laughs> like they caught it. It's so good. It's like, it's the best animated tribute to Godzilla I've ever seen in those credits because it feels so much fun. You're getting like all the different classic stuff. They're in the classic versions, like the classic style of them and everything. It's just so, just look that up on YouTube, honestly. It's so, it's so nice. It feels really good when you watch it. But all right. I think that's all we got for Godzilla's singular point, right? Yeah. All right, and I think that's it for this episode, guys. Uh, I mean, it, that is it for this episode. I got shit to do, and I got to get yeah. this thing out of here. But I hope you guys enjoyed this special short Godzilla Day episode, even though it's after Godzilla Day that we're recording it and putting it out, but that's not the point. 67 years. Close enough. All of you. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I hope you guys enjoyed it. And if you want, you know, email us at sutrasidetalk at gmail.com. Send us in any questions you want us to answer on the show, or you can just send us any comments or feedback. You can also follow the show on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok at Sutra Side Talk. You can follow James on Twitter at InvaderJim124. You could follow me on Twitter at GoGoComzilla. And subscribe on whatever channel you're listening on. And if it's Apple Podcast, please give us the five-star review. That would really help us out. Until next time, though, we will uh, have probably less Godzilla to talk about but more other or other random shit I'm sure because the list is finally like almost gone thank god but yeah we'll see what happens so long everybody thanks for listening <laughs>